10 to 1, episode 120. Top 10 all-time favorite board games, 2020. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer. And I'm Brian Kozer. And we're back again talking about our favorite board games as we've done every year since we started podcasting uh, we are going to keep it a little bit shorter this year give ourselves some time back give you the listeners some time back and also we don't have any guests tonight well, exactly no First guests three years so yeah since we yeah that's two hours cut out right there <laughs> and we're not really going to talk about games we've discussed in the past which is probably going to be most of the games on our list oh it's all new games on my list Let's see. They're new every year. I think I might have a few new ones. Yeah, I only um, have three. Well, three, four new, four new ones, I think. I don't have anything new from the cruise last year. And we made our list last year after the cruise. So there's that. I we'll have, see how much shuffling there is, though. I have something new. Yeah, no, I'm, I have something that we played for the first time on the cruise, but... yeah. Well, I actually do have something from after the cruise as well. I take that back. I do have something new. So, uh, yeah, any any thoughts before we get started? We didn't play as many games last year, but yeah. we did go on that cruise, and then we still play a bit when, when family are visiting, and uh, we went to a board game group a few times last mm-hmm. year from uh, a couple that we met on the cruise and uh, that live here in Mobile, so... Yeah, we need to get over to their house again. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you go ahead and get it started then? Okay. Well, my number 10 is an evergreen. It's Balderdash the Party Game. Okay, yep. Pretty much always a hit, unless you've got introverts at the house, and then in that case, uh, don't pull this one out. Mm-hmm. Just don't. But right group of people, as we've always said. So, my number 10, Balderdash. Yeah, that one is... So, I... I... I always do a top 100, just to kind of see. Such an overachiever in It's fun. I don't spend as much time outside the top 20 about, but uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite party games, and number 36 this year for me, so very, very good. I don't have time to go all the way to 100. Yeah, but it's going to be great. Eventually on our website, we're going to have all sorts of graphs and and numbers and stuff. It's going to be fun. Um, My number 10 is Caverna, the Cave Farmers, which was last year number six for me. So it's about the same. And I don't know that we've really played it in the past year. But we will be because yeah. it has moved down from California. Yeah, your, your brother Michael owns it. Michael and his wife, Esther. So we'll definitely have to play it and uh, yeah, still enjoy it. Go back and listen to our episodes to hear us. Here's talk about why. But my number 10, Caverna, the Cave Farmers. All right, my number nine is a new one that we played just, I don't even remember, last May, I think, is when we went out to Colorado, visited my sister Mm and her husband, and it's Castles of Burgundy. Whoa. I don't honestly remember too much about this game, (laughs) but I remember... uh, 
thinking, and it could be I just had really low expectations, and in the time that I end up liking something and and the bar was set low, Mm -hmm. then that, like, over-elevates it. It's a a slingshot effect, as it were. But uh, it's such a boring name, Castles of Burgundy. There's... The German name is better. Yeah, I suppose. Do you know what the German name is? What is it? Well, let me pull it up here so I can get it right. The German name is... Die Bergen von Burgund. A little pun, because Bergen is castle in in German, so Die Bergen von Burgund. Yeah, Yeah, that is a lot better. Yeah. So they just translated it into English, so... Yeah, in English, it's such... I guess. It's such a boring name. It's, it's fine. ordinary sounding. But um, it ended up there's uh, like all these, and I mean, my description is going to be really boring too, but from what I remember of it is there's all these little uh, hexagons that mm-hmm. you can add to your board and mm-hmm. you have to do, you know, if you do one action... Then it lets you lead to another action, and then eventually you can get that hexagon onto your board. It's kind of, uh, what is that called? Engine building? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. So uh, that's always kind of fun where and really rewarding feeling where you, you do this, so I can do this, and now I can do this, and voila, here's the final result. And, and it's just fun to see all the little steps in the process. And... Uh, it felt like we all took very different paths. Yeah. Um, yep. But we all could have won, um, depending on, you know, how it all went. And I just, I had really low expectations, but it ended up being a uh, more complex game, but it made sense, too. Because I don't like it when games are complex and you can't really see the, the pattern behind or the theme behind all the rules is just like game mechanisms. So mm-hmm. I felt like this one really worked well together. So Melody, if you're listening, uh, come on down. And of course, we're delighted to see you. But also bring your game because I want to <laughs> play this game again. Uh, I think Michael and Esther have this one too. Well, okay. You so, can stay in Colorado. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, this one... Uh, I also really liked, and it was number 15 for me, and I thought that was really high that after is, one play. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I it could definitely be in my top 10 next year. Well, you know, I'm all Get about cool player to the new. If it's new and fresh in my mind, it makes it to the top. Well, part of it, too, was I, uh, I had, when I was making my list, I had eight solid ones that I was like, yes, those are going to be in the top 10. And then I was looking around at our shelves and just like, well, I kind of feel pretty equal on all of these, all mm-hmm. you know, all the remainder, uh, just depending on my mood. They're all my children, you know. <laughs> How do you choose? And so then you went through all the games that we've ever played and or newer games that we played last year. And I was like, mm-hmm. aha, there's, there's my last two. <laughs> so my number nine, Castles of Burgundy. Nice. Good choice. All right. My number nine is my new game that we played last year, and it is Keyflower. Boo. Now, this is one where the the bar was set low, 
and the expectations were certainly met Mm. or underachieved, as it were. Well, we did actually hear, I believe we heard about this one last year. I think Joe, uh, our guest Joe Wiggins had this. Uh, Let's see. Sorry, Joe. Uh, Nope. It was not on his list. Okay. It seems like we talked about it. I think it might have come up at some point, but... uh, um, It's been on your radar for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was one that I was interested in, and this is one where you're doing a lot of of bidding for you don't you don't know how much each other has to bid for things, um, but then it's not blind bidding. You know how much each other is bidding, so I like that better than than blind bidding. And then uh, you're trying to build up your it's hexagons again, but you're building up sort of a a map in front of you and uh, it's definitely one where we're gonna need to play it multiple times to be able to to play it well uh, because it was uh, it was one that as we played we realized oh man we could have done things a lot better than this yeah. as far as how you well, build you stuff realize and that I was just yeah. like I don't like this game and I feel like I'm very constricted and yeah. uh, being choked on uh, what I can do. It's definitely one of those games that feels it feels like it should be longer and you should be able to do more. And I, I do feel that way about some games. Well, I felt it was That I really long. like. So, yeah, I mean, it was long. I think it was like three hours for us. But you more than doubled still, my score. I didn't remember How that. are you not content how are you sitting over there thinking well i could have done better anyway i had a lot of fun playing this one it's one i want to explore some more i hated that well i will not say the h word but i was not blown away like you were with this game and maybe getting more than double what was like 40 to 80 um that might have a little bit of something to do with that. I'd like to feel that I'm a little better at gaming than that. It was pretty great. My number nine, Keyflower. All right, my number eight, another game that I've only played once, and this one is one that your sister Megan and her husband Josh own. Whoa. Fury of Dracula. Oh, wow. I was pretty blown away by this. So... In this game, one person plays Dracula, and the others are all hunters trying to find him. And I got to be Dracula. And so, I should not, by rights, feel the way I do about this game, because this, the turns of Dracula are very short. It's, okay, I've moved, and now I'm going to spend 15 minutes just waiting for everybody else to talk out what they think I might have done and where I might have gone. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know plot my turn my next turn while they're talking about it based on okay well if they decide to chase me in this direction then I can go this other way or whatever um and so then based on what they end up finally deciding to do then your turn takes about a minute if that so there's not much for Dracula to do Oh man, but it, it it was the whole the game as a whole is very exciting because what happened was I was discovered pretty early on, mm-hmm. um, and then I had to fly away across the ocean, and 
I went for a very bold and daring choice and you guys ended up choosing the wrong path and I made you guys think that I went in a completely opposite mm-hmm. direction from where I went. And so that was absolutely thrilling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, that was fun. Uh, even when, like, finally you guys discovered right about, started thinking right about where I was, must be back at my castle. Mm-hmm. And then I revealed, yes, I'm back at my castle. And I <laughs> healed back up to full life and health. And uh, and then, then the net started to close back in again. Uh, but then uh, it was a really merry chase, and the game was getting on. It was starting to get tight again, and uh, I ended up losing, but I would have won on the very next turn. And it was just so tight and so intense, and, like, you guys were sweating buckets and getting pretty uh, pretty crazy because, again, I managed to lose you guys over the ocean and you you could not figure mm-hmm. out where I had gone to. It was it was so cool. So this one made a really good impression on me. Nice. Yeah, uh, that was a good experience. It I think in the same as most of these games, it's more probably more fun to play as Dracula than as the hunters. So this one, and it's really long, is my main thing. Uh, that's that might be why I'm not as big a fan of of this and what's the one that we have? Uh, Specter Ops. Specter Ops. I don't know if we've played any others in this this genre, but yeah, I'm I'm not as big a fan of the genre as I used to be. So we might need to just get rid of it. We almost maybe bring it out. maybe. So, oh, but I'm glad you liked it. It was a good I, I it was a good experience, but it's not one that I would I would sign up to play a bunch. I felt that of all of that, those types of games, this one does it the best. Mm-hmm. So that's my number eight, Fury of Dracula. All right. Uh, my number eight is, uh, I mean, it's no surprise that it's on the list. Uh, we've, it's, I think it's been on my list uh, since we've started doing the podcast. And uh, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch, so I don't know that we really need to, to discuss it any further. Uh, my number eight is Cosmic Encounter, so we can... Um, we can keep going unless there's anything. Days are gone. It's I mean, it's all the way down to eighth place. Only the eighth best game that that I've played. What a what a sink. So it's kind of weird because it's been my favorite game for pretty much since we got into modern board games. But on the other hand, I mean, it's still one of my favorite games. I just prefer uh, some more strategic games these days. So, yep. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> Are you surprised? We're not surprised. I hope that it will always stay on your top ten. Probably. I, I, it doesn't have to be your number one for forever. You were the first one to, to not, to uh, <laughs> lo- leave your first love. Moving on to number seven. Yep, so that was my number eight. My Cosmic number Encounter. Seven is Time Stories. Uh, speaking so of, we played the most recent edition and Mm -hmm. it definitely redeemed it after how awful Estrella Drive was. Mm -hmm. We got to do Brotherhood of the Coast and that was a terrific foray into the world of pirates. That was a really good one. And we did it with Megan and Josh. Mm -hmm. The Actors Revisited episode we did last year. Yeah, so I can't really say anything more about it but it uh, had a good story on its own and then it had uh, 
good ties into the overarching story. And I think it fixed some issues that we'd had with previous, with all the other installments where uh, we didn't feel like we were just wasting time on uh, each run through. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you you get a lay of the land, that's the first run. Then the second run, you're still kind of learning, okay, well, if I talk to this person, do they help me or do they kill me? Mm-hmm. And then the third one, that's where it actually counts because now you know almost everything that happens except for very late in the game. Right. Um, but I, it felt like every run mattered on this one. And mm-hmm. so that that I'd like to see more of. If they can keep that type of, uh, I don't know, uh, storyline, I guess, mm-hmm. then I think this will be an evergreen for me. Yeah, so they announced that there's going to be one more in the white box line. It's like a Madame de Pompadour theme. And then uh, they're going to do a blue box line, which is going to be a new new base set, which with, I assume, new new components and, and a new setup. So. Well, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one is 32 for me. It dropped off my top 10 last year. Still had a lot of fun with the last one that we did, like you said, but the average of all of them is a little bit lower. It was my number three for, for a couple of years there. Um, and I am disappointed that the overall story has not paid off, and I did read that it does not get paid off in the next oh, one. Oh, no. And so, uh, yeah, that overall different organization's uh, oh, that's a shame. With the time time agency, yeah, that's not gonna. Uh, there's talks maybe they're gonna come out with like a, a novel or something. Well, that's dumb. But uh, yeah, so they apparently didn't have a an overarching plan. So that's a little disappointing. Well, that's dumb. I yep, am yep. really starting to get annoyed with people who set out to start, say, a trilogy mm-hmm. without a plan for where they're going to take their story. It's a shame. So that was your number eight? That was my number seven. Your number seven. Time stories. That might not make my list for next year. <laughs> That'll show them. Uh, my number seven, uh, it was... I just realized, I just checked, it was my number eight the last three years in a row, and it's now number seven. So basically, basically it hasn't moved. It's Roll for the Galaxy. And just a uh, winning list you've got. Yep. Still a big fan of it. We need to play it some more. I think uh, we should play it with Michael and Esther. They're big fans of, or they were big fans of, of Puerto Rico, and this is a descendant of that. Yeah. So I think I think they would like it. We'll have to we'll have to pull it out with them. That's my number seven. Roll for the galaxy. Alright. My number six. Alchemists. I've raved mm. about it in past years. Uh if you're and I've ranted about it in past years. A good birthday gift for me. Here's something you should consider. Not low replayability. No. Not very good uh deduction. Clue has better deduction. My number six, Alchemists. So we feel the same as we ever have. My number six, Fresco. I always think about having this one put the make the list. Mm-hmm. Um, have you never had this on your list? I 
I don't think I have. I feel like you definitely Maybe have. Maybe I have. Uh, you didn't last uh, year. But I really like it. You didn't the year before. Yeah, I guess you never have. That's interesting. I would have assumed you had had it on every year. I'm always down to play it. I like it a lot. It was um, my number seven the last couple of years. I think it could be a, t- it's certainly a top 30 game. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. top 20. There's not a lot. I, I think I said this last year. There's not a lot that stands out with it, but it's just a solid game. Yeah. And there's all those little add-ons, variations mm, to play. So We got to play through those. Yeah, we played through, I think, half of them, but we've still got another, another four or five to try They're out. They're pretty so. great. Yeah. So it's a solid game. My number six, Fresco. All right. My number five, another evergreen, Seasons. Mm. This one never gets old. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, those dice, they're so big and chunky, and then playing all the cards. And yep. Yeah, it's just great. My number five, Seasons. Yep, number it's at number 29 for me. So it has dropped a little bit, but still one of my favorites. I, I don't like the, the attacking. Oh, I love that. Uh, I love uh, to get your goat with I, the I with like, stealing your hard, hard-earned crystals. I'm fine with that. I would just like making a plan and then carrying it out. And it's, if you make a plan, then somebody can just mess it up mm-hmm. so easily. Right on your coattails. It's great. No, not right on coattails. I'm fine with riding on coattails. If you make a plan and then you can't do it okay. because of somebody else played a card to stop you. I don't like that. So if I do something and then it be- it also benefits you, I like that better. Or I'm, I'm fine with that. So. Well, I uh, there's some games where I don't like it. You know, where I, I have, like you said, mm-hmm. I have this plan and I don't want anybody throwing a wrench in the works. And for me, it that's Caverna, which I love. I love Caverna. Yeah. But I have my vision and I don't want it ruined by you uh, taking the actions constantly that I want to take. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel that in season somehow it just works. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I still like it. Top 30 for me. Plans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, that was five seasons. Yeah, my five is The Voyages of Marco Polo. Mm, no. We've played a couple times. No. It's really it was good. It's not improved. I mean, it was mm-hmm. improved from the first time. Yeah. But it was still just kind of meh. Oh, really good. Like like dice, dice manipulation. We talked about this because we played it on the cruise. But uh, played it again with Michael and Esther and really enjoyed it. Want to explore it some more. Check it out if you like uh, strategic games where you get to mess with dice and, and place dice out as as uh, workers, yeah, out on the board to do actions, which is one of my favorite board game mechanisms. So that's my number five, The Voyages of Marco Polo. All right, my number four, as always, Dungeon Pets. Hmm. It's just so satisfying buying the little critters and getting in cages and food for them and raising them and selling them, putting them in competitions. Very thematic. Yeah, this one dropped off my list last year. It was on my top 10, I think, the previous years. It's at, like, number 42. Wow, that is a pretty big, big drop, drop. But I still really like it. But just the things I've talked about in the past. It's long and it's... It's brain burning, and uh, for some reason, I don't I don't feel like pulling it out and setting it up a lot of the time, even though it's not 
more work than, than some of the other games we've talked about tonight. You know so, what I'm picking up? It's still fun. Is Good theme. Sorry. Well, it's just that with each passing year, our, our lists become more and more diverse and, and uh, going their own separate ways, mm-hmm. separating one apart from each other. And That's true. I guess you should be following me. How it's so nice that you guys have an interest in the same hobby, but we mm-hmm. we're starting to be uh we're we're starting to not be interested in the same types of games anymore, and that's concerning to me. So you clearly okay, not concerning to me. Need to reevaluate your list. Gotcha. My number four, Dungeon Pets. My number four, Power Grid. Oh, I did think about putting this one on the list, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? This one was my number four last year. I just, I didn't look at my list from previous years when oh, I was I making did. this. So this is, um, yeah, so that is interesting that a lot of these have ended up being the same number. It's been my number four for the last two years. And, yep, it's, this is the the dead simple but very deep and long and and um, satisfying strategy game. Now that is one thing for about me. it for me is just it is very long, and you mm-hmm. think, okay, we've got one, you know, two more turns or whatever, and then that last turn takes forever. Okay, last turn, true, and it really takes forever, and then okay, now we're adding up the points, and that takes a while too. Uh, yeah. And then it's just very mathy. There's a lot of math. And then when, you, I mean, you're playing down into the wee hours of the morning and doing all that math and trying to make sure that you have all the money that you need to do, uh, you know, whatever it is your plan is, uh, that just, it, it it's very exhausting playing this game. Well, that's how I feel about Dungeon Pets. And you could say any game in the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough but uh yeah we probably what we play it with four or five players last time that was probably too much maybe more of a three-player game yeah so but uh it's good staying steady at number four power grid all right my my number three is a new one to the list mm-hmm. want to guess new to the list was it newly played last year yes mm, did we play it on the cruise mm-hmm Okay, well, we did make our list after the cruise, so but it wasn't on your list last year. No. Nope. Uh, Terraforming Mars. Of course, because <laughs> we had only played it once at that point, and I thought, well, I don't know that I could really do that. Of course, mm-hmm. I've got Fury of Dracula on here and Castles of Burgundy, and I've only played those once. Yeah. But it's a new year and a new me, and so I'm breaking the rules from previous years. And so yeah. Terraforming Mars, though... We have played that a bunch, and we have played it and played it, and mm-hmm. it never gets old. Even in the wee hours of the morning, I'm still having a boatload of fun. This yeah. is a terrific game. Oh, I love this game. Uh, it really feels like you're transforming Mars, mm-hmm. and even when I'm not winning, and it doesn't look like I'm going to win or whatever, I'm not going to be able to sneak up at the last, you know, when we add up all the points. It still is so satisfying to to see what I've done to transform Mars. Yeah. Yep. It was my number five last year after just playing it once. So. Number one this year, I'm assuming. 
Could be. Let's keep on going. My number three, terraforming Mars. My number three is Grand Austria Hotel. Okay, that's my number two. Okay, yeah, I thought that might be. <laughs> yeah. Might be coming up here. And, uh, yep, uh, we we talked about it last year. And uh, the theme is great, running a hotel, and the, the uh, dice placement again. Uh, it's not dice placement in the same way as, as Kingsburg or... Dice selection more, but... Yeah, yeah, maybe that's that's better. But I still like that and all of the different things you have to juggle to get your hotel running. It is, an, it is frustrating if you, if on the first round or two you get behind... It can be hard to catch up, but one of the most satisfying if you can if you can get things running smoothly. Mm. So that's my number three, Grand oh, yeah. Austria Hotel. One of my be- one of the best birthday presents you got for me. Yeah, <laughs> I love this game. Very good. And that was your number two. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to my number two, which was my number two last year, if I'm not mistaken, Shogun, which I just I just really love overthinking Shogun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I could you sit there. You should not be proud of this fact, my dear. I know, I know. But this is one where you can just you sit down and you think, no, okay, you don't. What are the best things for me to do? And then, what are the best things for each of my opponents to do? And then, <laughs> how do I need to change my strategy to take into account what they're probably going to do? And that's frustrating to me and there's a lot of factors because you end up basically assigning an action or you you have all these you have what i don't know 10 different actions or something and each one gets assigned to one of the areas that you have control of in a sort of risk setup where you control different areas and so obviously if there's 10 different actions or and maybe you own 15 different areas there's just so many permutations. Well, and that's the so. thing, because I do like it when you're thinking about, okay, uh, mm-hmm. this is, like you said, here's what's best. Uh, here's what other people think is best. Now, mm-hmm. how can I wreck their plans mm-hmm. and change my, my plans accordingly? Mm-hmm. But, and I like that. I really love that. But in this game, there's, like you said, 10 uh different options that you can do mm-hmm. and then multiply that with everybody else uh th- looking at the their 10 and mm-hmm. then looking at everybody else's 10 that they might do well you're all doing uh, it at the same just, time so it's not like you're waiting on people i know but it still takes forever it does take a long time it's a long game at least <laughs> at least the way we play it uh you could i mean maybe next time we just like set a timer and have Absolutely, we will like set it Like 10 time. minutes of planning or something, 15 yeah. minutes of planning. What? No. Five yeah. minutes of planning. No. You need to, you can't even look through all of your cards in five minutes. I do. I yeah, and you always lose. Uh, well. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I just like, just like that it's a, a risk style game where you cannot attack and win. Attacking isn't, is, is not it's always not the best everything. option. Yep. I, I like it a lot. No, I do like the dice tower or the... And the cube tower is pretty tower, cool. Yeah. Yep. I like so. the element of, well, I'm vastly outgunned, but there's always... Out showgunned. Boo. Now we're moving on. All right. My number two was Shogun. My number 
on the Evergreen Cosmic Encounter. Oh, back on top for you. I'm really sticking with for the that last couple years. Word, but uh, never been lower yeah. than two for you. Yeah, yeah. I I like this, this mm-hmm. game a lot. Yep, still great. I didn't put Captain Sonar on this year. Huh. Uh, yeah. I don't, did we play it last year at all? So I have not played you it in the last year. It a lot. Uh, you played it on the cruise. Did we both play it on the cruise? Mm, did I? I don't recall playing it on Uh-oh. the cruise. I don't think I did. I thought we did in the hotel before the cruise. <laughs> we did. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, not on the cruise. And I've had really good success taking it oh, to yeah. work. I think I've run it three or four times um and usually one or once or twice uh, per day when i've done it and uh big hit every time people people really latched onto it and uh but yeah i i actually haven't played it but i enjoy i think running it as much as playing it well anyway back to cosmic encounter yeah yeah uh we have so many aliens still that I want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, our girls need to go ahead and grow up so that we can play this <laughs> game with them. I and I, that's when I'm really looking forward to like getting this to the table a lot mm-hmm. more often because there are so many aliens that I want to try out their powers and and just <laughs> play them up against all yeah. these other aliens and stuff. So yeah. My number one, Cosmic Encounter. All right, and my new, my new number one is Terraforming Mars. Of course. So um, I guess you're not super surprised, but uh, no. I can finally I can finally have it out in the open. But it's my favorite game. So it feels good. Well, I don't mind this being your favorite game. It is uh, pretty great. That's good, because it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely always up to play this one, so... And I don't know that I can say that about any of the other ones on my list. Sometimes it has to be a certain situation or a certain mood. This is one that I always, uh, no matter who, or no matter what the situation is, I always consider it. <laughs> I think, could I make this work in this situation with these people in this time period and with the kids running around us? Right, right. Could it work? Or could I, I force was, it in? There was one night it was already 11... 11 yeah, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and, yeah. <laughs> and we thought about it. Yeah, well, we had kept to- telling my brother, Zach, that we are going to play it, and I, I wanted to to do it. Wasn't it a work night, too? Uh, Maybe it was I think, No, I think it was might have been a Saturday, and we had yeah. church the next day. So That's better. Yeah, well, we finally did get to play it with him. Yeah. So, all right, well, you want to do... Did you do your 11 through 20 this year? No, I forgot. I did okay. an honorable mention of um, Century Road Golem no. Edition. Century Spice Road. Yeah. yeah. I like Just that one a lot. it's such a pretty game. Mm-hmm. Played yeah. that on the cruise. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting that one for sure. Uh, so I just, I I again made the, made a 100, but my 11 through 20, 11 Agricola. I kept that one with Caverna. Uh, number 12, Concordia. Still have only played that one once. So this is really a, a girl Bopala <laughs> to bring that term out. Girls. girls, Games I played. Uh, what is it? Games, games I, I really, really like, like but only played once long, long ago. ago. Yep. Uh, Scythe, same. Is it girl Bopala? But I think that that's my favorite of the 
Stonemeyer games. Um, but then right next is Viticulture Essential Edition. Um, Tapestry I got to play last year and really liked. That one's in the top 30. Uh, Castles of Burgundy, like I said. Uh, Euphoria is another Stonemeyer game. Really like those. And then Suburbia, which we'll need to play the, the pretty edition that we have now. At some point, a Ticket to Ride. Nations. We'll have to play again. There's a lot of great stuff on your top 10, top 20. And Tarky sneaked into hmm. the top 20. So, yeah. Uh, any any overall thoughts now that we've we've gone through the end? Uh, you mentioned one on your honor, uh, on your list through 20 that I was going to come on, and I can't remember what it was now. Nations? Oh, yeah. Sure. Great game. <laughs> no, it was before that. Ticket to Ride, Suburbia, Euphoria, Castles of Burgundy, Viticulture, Side. Viticulture, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I did consider Viticulture for mm-hmm. the top ten. Yep. But I feel that that one works better when there's more than just two players. Mm. Uh, I really... It, it's fun with two, but it just feels so restrictive. And I really enjoy that better. I think that's definitely a four to six player game. Hmm. I don't think it goes up to six. I think it's just four. That's a maximum player game. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Well, our, um... <clears throat> our shortened board games. Episode. Yep. There you have it. You thought we couldn't do it, but we did. Yeah, we're at 30 ish minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we better wrap it up then. Yeah, go ahead. So you can email us, tto at cozer.us, or go to our website, tto.cozer.us, slash 120. And I don't think we've had any feedback recently, so... Yeah, you still can't leave comments on the website, but go check out this list. Other lists. Yeah, I don't know that we'll really have too many notes listed on there, but... uh, Okay, and our next episode, I believe, is going to be greatest TV shows of all time. Yes. To our knowledge. So until next time. Well, not greatest. Favorites. Okay, favorites. There is a little difference difference Mm -hmm. there. Good distinction. So stick around for that. Until next time, I'm Melissa Kozer. I am Brian Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. All right, Melissa, any any new new games you're interested in? Yes. Things you're looking forward gift to. Idea. Clank okay. Legacy. <laughs> so we got to play Clank on the cruise, and mm-hmm. I only got to play it that one time, but I was instantly sold, and I, I, I absolutely want the game. I want to get some good friends over it. We're going to play it. We're going to go raid the dungeons and try to sneak out with as much treasure as we can. <laughs> and then I so I really love the theme and then hearing that there's a legacy version in the works. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Oh, I th- I'm pre- it's out. It's out. Okay. So Cuz I know um Tom Vassell. <laughs> I believe <laughs> Tom Vassell said it's his favorite legacy game. Humphrey Bogart, why or, don't we have this game yet? Or maybe it was he thought it was the best legacy game one of those two. Maybe maybe both. Um, why don't we have it? Well, we have lots of other games we have not gotten to. 
Wilson Wolf Affair that you were so excited about. Yes, but look. We haven't played. We uh, have a whole bunch of books. Seventh, the Seventh Continent. Listen, listen and hear my argument. We have a whole bunch of books that we haven't gotten around to reading yet. And mm-hmm. yet we're still planning to go to a library book sale this month and get a whole bunch more books. And here's what I will say. If a board game was the si- were the size of a book and you could buy it used for $1, cool. then I'd be fine no, with no. Going and buying forty more. (laughs) (laughs) Just like some analogies in the Bible break down if you take them too literally, Uh, it's just okay. (laughs) Okay, Uh, and uh, we haven't watched as many reviews lately. We haven't haven't kept up with with what's current, but. Here's one that I that I heard of that's supposed to be coming out next year that I thought sounded pretty cool. It's called Oath, Chronicles of Empire and Exile. And uh, here's the blurb. A one to six players guide the course of history in an ancient land. Players might take the role of agents, bolstering the old order, or scheme to bring the kingdom to ruin. The consequences of one game will ripple through those that follow, changing what resources and actions future players may have at their disposal. Or even altering the game's core victory condition. So a legacy game. Uh, if a player seizes control by courting anarchy and distrust, future players will have to contend with the land overrun by thieves and petty warlords. Ooh. In a later game, a warlord might attempt to found a dynasty, creating a line of rulers that might last generations or be crushed by the rise of a terrible arcane cult. In Oath, there are no fancy production tricks app-assisted mechanisms or production gimmicks. The game can be reset at any time, and doesn't require the same playgroup from one game to the next. That's key. A player might use the fully featured solo mode to play several generations through the week, and then use that same copy of the game for Saturday game night with friends. There are no scripted narratives or predetermined predetermined endpoints. The history embedded in each copy of Oath will grow to be as unique as the players who helped build it. I'm interested. So, again, again, probably never going to have time to yes, we will, honey. play it, but... Think of how it will bring us back together, our diverging board game interests. This is what we need to bring us back together and heal our marriage. It definitely sounds like a, like a, a nice step-forward legacy mm-hmm. game. Sounds yeah. pretty cool. So I'm excited to hear about that one when it actually comes out. That's Oath, Chronicles of Empire and Exile. 